This podcast episode is brought to you by the Classy Network. So I think you guys have probably seen all over Instagram lately, but blue blockers are the absolute new thing. Step away celery juice, and we got to make way for these blue blockers. And my good friend, Natalie Rogers, and her company, the Classy Network, is makes the best and cutest blue blockers on the market. I don't care about what anyone else says. These blue blocker glasses help me so much. Well, first of all, what is blue light, right? Like, I don't even know. If you're like me, you're like, I don't really care about the sciencey shit. I just want to be cute and trendy. But I'm going to tell you about the sciencey shit anyway. So all of your screens, you guys, your laptops and your phones, they omit blue light. And blue light is kind of what makes the cool toneness of your computer screens, which I kind of really like. But then I started realizing that I got so many headaches and I wasn't able to sleep at night very well. And it is because of the blue light, because I'm working all day at home on my couch with my puppy by my side. And I'm always, you know, on my phone and I'm, I'm like, you know, a blue light whore and no more because I have the classy network glasses and these blue blocker glasses literally eliminate like 99.999% of the blue light that is being omitted from your laptop and phone screen. And they come in the cutest guava pink color in the world so if you have been thinking about getting these blue light glasses and you're like i don't know like do they work yes they work and i love them and you should get them too because we can match and tag me in your pictures when you get them and also tag natalie and the classy network go ahead and visit theclassyshop.com and use the code guava at checkout to buy some super duper cute blue blocker glasses they are absolutely adorable and they seriously do help me with sleeping they make me look super cute, which makes my boyfriend compliment me more, and I get a lot less headaches. So it's a triple win, plus you're supporting a female-founded company, which is, you know, I don't know what's better than that. Like, what's the problem? Just if you, okay, also short story really quick, and then we'll hop into this episode. Every single time I spend money into like a friend's business where I'm buying their merch or their glasses or their CBD products or whatever, every single time I I support another female entrepreneur, that money literally goes back into my pocket tenfold. And Natalie doesn't even know I'm recording this. No one knows. I just seriously support her company, The Classy Shop. They're also coming out with like the cutest clothing collection. They're called Brahmies, which are like cami bras that I can wear when I'm working on my computer at home and in my classy glasses. I'm just a classy whore. I was a blue light whore. Now I'm a classy girl and I would love for you to be one too. So use the code GUAVA at checkout to get some dollar bills off your blue blockers and brahmies and i'll see you guys in the episode bye what's up everyone welcome back to the guava girl podcast i am so hyped for this episode because it features my dear friend my co-coach inside the guava boss mastermind and overall just a heap of joy that i absolutely love following her on instagram her name is charlene izier and miss charlene helps female entrepreneurs and career-driven women create healthy systems and turn wellness into an accessible lifestyle through her focus of exercise and nutrition and habit hacking, which is so huge for me. I've been trying to incorporate more healthy habits like celery juice, which is trendy and cool. Um, (laughs) Celery juice is just a trend. Can we just be real for a second? 
It's just a trend. You can lie to yourself and say, yeah, it's helping me lose weight all you want. But we all know that this is just another like superfood. And next, I'm just waiting. Is anyone else just waiting for the next superfood to be a guava? Like when is that going to be really trendy? When are guavas going to be as trendy as avocados? Because I will bank from that. Like you best your you bet your little guava girl ass that as soon as guavas become like this super hype superfood and it's served in every single, you know, Californian cafe uh, for its antioxidants or whatever, I'm going to be coming out with like guava girl face mask guava girl um mugs guava guava infused anything is what guava honey guava guava chocolate i don't know but it's gonna come out as soon i'm just waiting for that trend to come i feel it coming and i'm riding on that <laughs> but Sorry, Charlene, I totally interrupted your intro. Uh, but Miss Charlene is a complete habit hacker. She is so f- totally ingrained how to help female entrepreneurs really maximize their profits by maximizing their health. She helps impact women sculpt like beautiful curves, like the ass that you're dreaming of. Charlene has it and she knows how to teach you to get one as well um, and muscle in the process. When she's not strategizing with her clients or planning articles or events, she is also, you know, indulging in some guilty pleasure pleasure. She loves video games, trashy TV. Same girl. Is anyone else watching um, Temptation Island? Oh my God. If you watch Temptation Island, please like send me an Instagram message so we can bond on that because that show irks me like crazy. And if you don't know what that is, just like watch a couple videos on YouTube. It's like the nuttiest trash TV I've ever seen as well as um, the other show. What is it? Um, 90 Day Fiance. Oh my God. Another super trashy TV um, that I love. I literally, and I only watch them on YouTube, right? Because that's the only other platform I have patience for. Um, she loves making cocktails and eating breakfast for dinner. And she's here on the Guava Girl podcast. She has been a Guava Girl since day one. I'm absolutely in love with Charlene. She coaches inside the Guava Boss Mastermind and helps my health and wellness students really maximize their profits. Again, she is business coaching inside there and helping every other student who's not a um, health and wellness coach just get back into their into their highest self, into their healthiest version of themselves and really create habits that are going to, one, maximize their bottom line and two, make them happy and fulfilled while building their business. So I'm very excited to introduce you, Miss Charlene. She's going to tell you an amazing story. And white girl be warned, okay? <laughs> white women be warned. Um, this podcast episode, we talk about white privilege and we talk about the lack of diversity in the online coaching industry. And if that is a sensitive subject for you, this podcast is not for you. Please exit. No, f- no harm, no foul. That's okay. But if you're a white girl and you're like, I want to learn, I want to be more cultured. I want to be more socially aware. We welcome you with open arms. We love you. <laughs> we love white people. Um, I love all women who are want to be more socially aware and more intelligent in the way that they go about the world and 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 call shit out, right? If you think that your feed is super white and you're scrolling and it's just all blonde girls with blue eyes, and again, they're beautiful, but so are black women, so are l- Latino women, so are Hispanic women, so are Chilean women. I don't I don't know where you're from, Guava Girl listener, but I know this audience is very diverse, um, which is why I'm saying white girl be warned. Um, <laughs> this episode if you are offended, I, it's not my business if you're offended or not. M- my dog is barking. Cash, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm talking about white privilege and, and you don't like? You, you're, you're mad about white privilege too? You're very passionate, huh? Because you're black and white. Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Okay, sorry guys. Let's go ahead and 
Do you hear him? He is so rude. Okay, one second, please. The prince has been served and Mr. Cash has officially been taken care of. So let's dive in to the Guava Girl of the Week. This week's Guava Girl is Miss Juliana Aria and she writes on the iTunes podcast app, my new favorite podcast, Heart Eye Emoji. Hello, Juliana. She says, I absolutely love Isabella's energy and she gives away so much helpful info for free on this podcast. Episode 26 totally blew my mind and I'm going to go back and listen to and take notes. Yay, Juliana. You can also read the show notes on each episode and you don't have to actually go back. Everything is recorded for you on my website, www.isabellasilvera.com. She also says, I feel like this podcast is legitimately better than some of the paid courses I've seen out there. Holy shit. Wow. Thanks, girl. I got to charge for this podcast. Uh, thanks so much. By the way, this podcast will also will always be free. Thanks so much, Isabella, for giving us all this free value. I just discovered you recently on the Chardonnay and Slay. Oh, that's my friend Jamie's podcast. And our episode is going to be dropping next week together. So stay tuned for that. And I'm so glad I did because I am a total guava girl. Ooh, girl, welcome. Welcome to the guava girl tribe. Would love for you to tear my Instagram apart. My IG handle is at the fierce coach. First of all, really great Instagram handle. Kind of jealous. So it's at the fierce coach. And Juliana, let's go ahead and rip your Instagram to shreds. Okay, Juliana. So I'm going to follow you back. First of all, first impression. This is fantastic. This is one of the best um, Guava Girl audits that we've cast. Uh, so Juliana Frisoli. Hello, Italiana. So beautiful. Um, business coach. I think you could say something. Helping spiritual and wellness coaches, you know, charge higher, like make high in ticket sales so they can like create a bigger impact and income and help the world or, you know, make it a little bit sexier get some copywriting skills in there. Um, otherwise, it is great how it is. But what? why can something be great when it could be phenomenal, right? Is that just, you know, I have, there's, that's a polarizing idea because then there's like, if it's not broke, why fix it? But why have something be great when it could be phenomenal, right? Or good to great to phenomenal. Healthy lifestyle, awesome. Freedom-based, great. Maybe put in like where you're currently located because I think that's a lot of fun. The goods. Okay, Juliana, what the fuck? Dude, you're using Linktree. Do I have to explain? Do I have to explain why Linktree is the devil um, for Instagram? So again, people who don't know and for Juliana listening, the Linktree is um, the worst to have in your Instagram profile because the click-through rate drops significantly. If you have a lot of branches in your link tree, then a lot of people are not going to click through to actually like listen to, to go through all of your links. So just put the link that you're currently promoting, whether it's your offer, your freebie, your event, whatever that it is, just put that link and you will see. I've done so many case studies, you guys. Stop using Linktree. Great, great profile to audit, Juliana. I'm so glad I caught that. Um, your highlights are super cute. I really like them. Cats, Texas, client loves skincare. Love it all. It looks really good. And your content's awesome. Um, I think you are adorable. I think less pictures of you like in nature. I get that you're like healthy and stuff, but maybe more pictures of like you with that laptop lifestyle, like exercising that freedom. Um, I think your quote cards are cute. Looks like you definitely listen to the podcast. You use all my advice with that. Um, but a lot of pictures of you in nature, not opposed to nature. Love me some nature, like love the trees, love the leaves, love the water. But, you know, I would like to see some more diverse 
holistic version of yourself. So some pictures with you on your phone or on your computer, like exercising that freedom that you are very passionate about. So really great profile to audit. Thank you so much, Juliana, for leaving a review on the iTunes podcast app. And if you would like for me to rip apart your Instagram to shreds and be offended and cry like a little baby because your Instagram isn't as great as you thought it was, go ahead and leave a review on the iTunes podcast app. Um, It's very easy. It takes five seconds to do. Just say something really nice. Leave five stars or just leave five stars. If you don't want me to audit your profile, leave five stars because it really, really does help get this podcast out there. I know some of you guys are like, I don't want people to discover this podcast because it's such good information. And if everyone has it, then like, no, that's a scarcity mindset, sister. Share this podcast, please help me out. I love doing these podcast episodes for you. But what I love even more is when it grows and we grow the Guava Girl tribe. So go ahead and screenshot the fact that you are listening to this podcast. Tag me at Isabella.Guava and the Guava Girl podcast. Leave a review to be featured on upcoming episodes. And let's dive in with Miss Charlene. You are about to go on for a wild ride. Hi there, my name is Isabel Silverio, entrepreneur, feminist, dog mom, and founder of Guava Empowerment. And this is a Guava Girl podcast, where we empower women to think entrepreneurially and creatively so they may lead the extraordinary life they never thought possible. I am so thrilled that you found my podcast and I cannot express how thankful I am that you're here. So welcome to the Guava Girl podcast. I started my company from a janitor's closet of a tiny apartment to help women like you unlock their potential of creating the lifestyle and career of their dreams. Let me share with you this. Here you'll find the good, the bad, and most importantly, the real inside look of what it's like to work for yourself and feel empowered by doing it. We talk about growing your following on social media, building a personal brand, and what it is like being a woman in startup culture. This is the Guava Girl Podcast, so let's get started. What is up, everybody? I'm here with Miss Charlene Izier, and you guys aren't even ready for Miss Charlene. She is the most honest and compassionate and truest form of a human being I've ever met, and I'm so happy to have her on the show. Hey, what's up, Charlene? Hey, babe. I'm so excited. I listen to this podcast literally every morning, even like reruns. Um, So being on it is like (laughs) fucking awesome. Yeah, you have been a guava girl since like day one. Yes. And I got so funny because I got a lot of pitches for people to be on my podcast. And I don't think any of them have ever listened to the podcast, which is kind of like insulting to me, <laughs> but um, it That's happens. Insane. <laughs> I know, but it's so good to have a true guava girl here. And if you're a guava girl at home and you listen to all my podcasts and you kind of low-key have always dreamt of being on the podcast, send me a message, send me an, an email. Don't send me a DM. It'll get lost. But uh, it's so good to have you here, Miss Charlene. I always tell you, like, I always refer to you as Miss Charlene. I have no idea why. I love it. You love it? Okay. It's yeah, it's fun. No, just you. Or I get, I get Coach Char. Um, yeah, I like Coach But Miss Charlene and Coach Char, yeah. It's <laughs> amazing. So Charlene, you are such a you know, statue role model for so many women of color in the fitness online coaching industry and just in the coaching industry itself. Um, Charlene has just recently quit her job. Yes. I'm online fitness and business coach, something that I'm sure has been kind of a big step for you. Can you tell us a little bit about what, well, first, can you tell us a little bit how you fell into fitness and wellness coaching and where that kind of led you to where you are today? 
Yeah, so I graduated from college with a public health degree. So I've always known that I wanted to be in the health space. I just didn't really know what that looked like. Um, but for the longest time, I was struggling with my own fitness journey. I was very skinny growing up um, and just weak. And I really wanted that to change. Um, you know, once I moved to Knoxville, Tennessee um, to live with my boyfriend. So, you know what? I just kind of took control of my fitness journey and did the damn thing. and all of a sudden, one of my transformation photos went viral. And from there, that's when my business really took off. I mm. spent hours and hours like answering questions in my DMs and giving advice and studying and learning everything I could possibly learn about fitness and coaching. And I fell in love with it. I just, I knew that this had to be what I did for the rest of my life. And now, like you said, I quit my job and I honestly, I couldn't imagine a better way to live my life and spend my time coaching other people god it yeah. literally lights my soul on fire as you know because it does i'm sure it does the same thing for you it really does i want to go back backtrack a second there you said that yeah. you you struggled a little bit with with your weight with your yeah. appearance what was coming up for you internally when you you know you knew you had to make a change yeah you're like me where we don't give too much of a fuck about where we have like that why not me attitude yeah. We both do and we don't really settle and dwell in, you know, what if things go wrong and like mm -hmm. what if people don't like me? We're so much of it's gonna fucking happen. Can you speak a little bit on that side of yourself? Because it's so inspiring and a lot of women just kind of need to to hear this type of, of framework. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, you know, you have literally this one life to live, right? So spending time giving a shit about what other people think, like it is such it drains your soul and your energy. So I've never been somebody who like would dwell in those things. And my mom taught me that because like, you know, you just have to go for it and do the damn thing if that's what you really want. So I knew that when I was struggling with my weight and struggling with like the way that I looked, it was because I was struggling with it. It had nothing to do with what other people thought about me. Um, but I realized that if I wanted to be different, if I wanted a different life, then I needed to make that change. I had to take that responsibility on for myself and it had to be about me and not other people. Mm, yes, it's always, it's the external versus internal locus of control, which is yes. people who are listening and don't, didn't take AP psychology like I did. I always <laughs> brag on the podcast, like I took AP bio, I took AP psych. You're as smart. That, as, <laughs> I'm smart. Thank you. That's like I'd brag about that. Damn. Okay. <laughs> I didn't pass the test, <laughs> but but I do remember. I do remember this because it resonated with me so well when I learned about it in school. Is the external locus of control is essentially the world, the environment is happening to you, and you have like a victim mode mentality. Like, oh my god, like it's everyone else's fault why I'm broke. It's everyone else's fault why I'm fat. It's everyone else's fault why I'm unhappy. Whereas internal locus of control is you are fully aware that you are the creator of your own environment, of your own results, of your yeah. own circumstances. And I think this ties in really well, Miss Charlene, um, because I, this is this is for people who, who don't know where this is going. I'll, I'll tell you. Me and Charlene are both very passionate about being culturally confident yes. and the the fact that we you know I don't I don't identify myself as like a woman of color I identify myself as like a, a woman of diversity um, mm -hmm. because I think that term should be reserved to actual like women of color um, 
but we both grew up in households um, where, you know, I didn't grow up around any white people. I grew up purely around Hispanic people, but my parents both taught me like, hey, this, you know, you're Hispanic, you're a little brown girl. And um, for that reason, like there's no, you do not apologize for who you are. You matter just as equally as everyone else. And you can make as much money as you want. You can have any career that you want. And it's not just gonna, just because it goes to some white man does not mean that he deserves it. You deserve everything that you want and care for. Um, and can you speak a little bit more, Charlene, on what is cultural confidence? What is, and your experience just as like a woman of color, especially in the space growing up. Um, I know that you have so much to speak on this topic and I'm just going to let you take it from here. Yeah. So, so being culturally competent, it just, it means like you are understanding how to effectively and respectfully interact with people from a different range of cu cultures. And it honestly, it does take a little bit of intentionality on your part, but it's not hard to be culturally competent, right? Like if you just take a look at, um, let's say yoga, for example, there's so many people who love doing yoga and I, I support that for sure. But do you understand like where that originated from? Like you do, you know, respect that, um, you know, the culture that it came from and same thing with like, yeah, like, like, yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. So you need yeah. to take time to understand where these, these things came from and respect where they came from. Right. Especially if you're a person of privilege, um, because that's where I think the disconnect is, is that you live your life one way and it's great, but you live your life in a way that you don't understand that all of these things that you're doing, all of these things that you're benefiting from, there's history behind that. And if you don't understand that history, you're doing yourself a disservice. You're doing your audience a disservice and it's a damn shame. So that's why I like have no problem calling that shit out um, every single day of my life. And that is my mission. And I know that's something that I feel empowered to do so as a woman of color, as a black woman. Mm, oh my god that speaks to my soul especially <laughs> just people I want to I know there's a lot of you know I know there's a lot of white girls that listen to this podcast and white girl I love you but but let me this is going to be a little bit of hard pill to swallow and every time I talk about white privilege on Instagram stories um, I haven't really talked about it much on this podcast yet but it's essentially um, white privilege is a privilege of having to be able to you know go around the world and knowing that the bad things that happen to you aren't because of your race or because of your color. So for example, um, Charlene, could you speak on this a little bit more? I know this is like definitely your, like, I know I can see like the passion, like in your eyes right now, you're like, get, let me talk. Um, because there's a lot of white privilege in this industry and white privilege is a spectrum. Like I obviously have more privilege than Charlene. Um, I have more, some people more have more privilege than I do. There's different types of privilege as well it's in terms of income, in terms of family background, um, you know, people whose parents are together, children of divorce, um, children of, of, you know, biracial parents, like not biracial parents, like, you know, that are biracial because of their parents. Like there's just different types of privilege. Could you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, and I think what happens is when people discuss white privilege or privilege in general, you know, they get like all ashamed about it and get uncomfortable. But yes, and it's understandable to get uncomfortable, but I wouldn't think, I don't, I would never say that you should be ashamed of having that privilege because it is what it is at the end of the day. What you should be ashamed of is not acknowledging that, right? Yes. That's where the, the problem lies. And 
having conversations about it is uncomfortable, but like, guess what? Life is uncomfortable. So you just got to go with the flow. Um, so when it comes to having white privilege or privilege in general, you know, that's just basically you having advantages because of, based on your race, based on, you know, characteristics, um, you know, in relation to racial inequality and in injustice. So I think not acknowledging that that is something that, you know, that takes place is you're doing yourself a disservice. And for me personally, I see this every single day, right? As a woman of color, I know that I have to work harder than a, a white woman to get to where I'm at. And I've, I've known that ever since I was a kid, I went to a school where I was the only white or not, I was the only um, woman of color. And I was surrounded by a lot of other people who didn't look like me. And I had to work harder to get my voice heard. I had to work harder to get where I'm at right now. And is that fair? No. Um, so that's it's part of the reason. Live in. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. it's the world. It's, it's reality. And that's why it's important to acknowledge that. Because if you aren't acknowledging that, oh, girl that's where I'm going to call you out. <laughs> yeah. And it goes back again to like, why we have that why not me attitude is because since we were children, we're like, why not me? Like we, we are so, we are so focused on working harder to get ahead or get, you know, on an equal playing field as everyone else that we didn't have time to think about, Oh, like this person doesn't like me. Oh, mm-hmm. this person um, thought of this and me. Like, I don't have time for that because I, I, I don't have the same, I truly, I, and I know you don't either. We don't think about um, menial problems, right? No. These are menial problems because we have bigger problems. We, yes. we are getting paid less. We are getting, yeah. um, we're getting, I, when I moved, when I moved to Gainesville, um, I went to college, like it was my first fucking time experiencing true white privilege. Cause again, I was was born and raised in Miami. I knew that I was Hispanic and what that meant. Um, but I was in a bubble. Like I was around people who looked just like me 24 seven and spoke Spanish around the street. And my first real experience with white privilege, (laughs) my mom listens to this podcast, mom don't listen, but (laughs) I was dating a guy that I met like on Tinder and one of like our first encounters was like he was like oh so uh are you gonna call me like papi and i was like are you fucking kidding me no (laughs) like what the fuck like and that was like my first taste of of like you know the white male you know ego and what their expectations are of dating like a hispanic woman and i'm sure like it just gets deeper and deeper of like tons of of different kinds of women of colors of yeah as well um but that was and it's and that transfers to you know when I'm at the club um, in Gainesville exactly. or yep. when we go to conference events and there's tons of like white girls who are you know singing to R Kelly or screaming mm-hmm. the N word in like mm-hmm. an Fetty Wap song or whatever and yeah. they are not there nothing is happening to them but if yeah. Charlene goes around and is like singing you know a, a like a rap song guess what everyone's like looking at her like oh right. a little ghetto black girl exactly yeah white privilege <laughs> yeah 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 is it it's my because my experience is a lot different than a woman uh, a white woman's experience mm-hmm. and you know that's that's something I don't think a lot of people think of and that's because they have that privilege, right? Because they're not thinking about that. But me, I think about that every single day. Whenever, when I go grocery shopping, when I go out, how I handle myself, how I respond to things in public. Like I, you know, I have to have, um, I have to do this thing called code switching. You know, I'm not sure if you heard of that, but it's basically kind of you change the way that you're talking depending oh, on who you're. Yeah, 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, that yeah. Long ago. <laughs> yeah. So when I, exactly. So like when I was applying for jobs, like I'm fortunate to have like my first name, Charlene is very white, but my last name Isaire is not right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that white voice has, you know, benefited me and I've had to use what I've had to use to get to where I'm at right now. And that those are things that people don't think of and that's because they have that privilege, right? So that's why having these conversations right here is so important to bring more light to this, right? To people understand and not even just understand by actually acting on it. Because there's a difference between someone who's an ally who understands that these, these, these are things to an accomplice to who's just somebody who actually is in the fight with you, who's actually mm-hmm. doing things like this and having these conversations, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm looking for at the end of the day like gone are the days where I'm looking for an ally who's somebody who understands and gets it or is trying to understand and get it. Now at this point in my life, I'm looking for somebody who's actually walking the walk and in the fight with me. Mm, I love that. And how can, yeah. how can, cause I, I don't know who's turned off the podcast yet. They're like, Oh my God, I feel targeted. <laughs> I um, but people who are still listening and keep listening because we're, we're just getting started and we're going to talk so much about like wealth and abundance and mm-hmm. female entrepreneurship in a second. But what can white, like the typical, like white online coach, I feel so weird saying like, Hey, white girls, listen up. But what yeah. can, what can they start doing? Cause I, I get DMS like that all the time of like, okay, like I'm aware of my privilege kind of, mm-hmm. uh, what can I do? Like, tell me what to do. I, I want to do it. I want to help. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about, you know, uh, equal, you know, equality and, mm-hmm. um, racial issues and mm-hmm. platforms. Like what can, what advice do you have for them? Yeah, I would say one, take a look at the people that you surround yourself with. I mean, if you aren't surrounding yourself with diverse people, then guess what? It's going to stay the same. You're not going to have diverse thoughts or diverse conversations. So that includes like, you know, the podcasts that you listen to, where you shop you know, who you support, um, the events that you go to, like for me personally, and I am so, so strong about this. I, my goal in 2019 is to go to as many events as possible because networking is a powerful tool in entrepreneurship. However, where I will not go is where I'm not represented. So I refuse Mm. to go to any, um, event where there isn't a woman of color on the panel or at the expo, or there aren't, you know, women of color in this, in the seats. And that's just because I I know my purchasing power and I know what I stand for. And that is being represented. So when it comes to um, white women, I think that, you know, you you can also have that same voice in the sense where, you know, why don't you go to attend an event where there is diversity, right? That way you can understand these cultures a little bit better. Um, That way you can understand like, you know, when you're listening to, you know, specific songs and you're singing to them, like, do you understand any of the history? Do you understand any of it? Right. And Mm -hmm. I think that as an online coach, as somebody who has a platform, people are watching you. And if you want to be socially conscious, it's not hard right? It's not hard at all. It's just being intentional about it, reading, yes. uh, surrounding yourself with diverse people, like, you know, immersing yourself in those cultures at the end of the day. Yeah. It all goes into like questioning, like, what are you doing right now? Yeah. Um, and who you surround yourself with? I know we just put on like the wealth babes got away in Miami. And I was just like, there isn't enough cultural diversity here. Um, yeah. We invited, you know, we invited so many women, including mm-hmm. you, Charlie, yeah. uh, but you know, dates and stuff, but it's, it's something that we put the intention behind and it's not like, it's not a marketing ploy. It's not like a, the image or whatever. It's that we truly want 
to increase diversity in our events and in our businesses. And yeah, we looked at the list and we're like, do we have enough women of color here? It's not like we're trying to meet a quota. We're not trying to, you know, do all these political, political, political. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine Donald Trump saying like, political. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, It's not about these like political you know, things, but it's, it's the intention and mm-hmm. you can really spot the intention or not from like a mile away. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad that we, we had this conversation, Charlene, because I know, and it's also inspired you to create your new venture. Can we talk about that? Yes, I'm so excited. Yeah. yeah. I actually haven't talked about it a lot lately because you it's haven't. really, yeah. About it. yeah, cause it's super, super new. I was on my way to speak at an event um, hosted by Girls Inc. Um, talking about like where I came from, from, you know, my, my familiar background and, um, I realized at that time when I was going, when we were driving, having my boyfriend, who's white, he helped me come up with a name, which, yeah, I want to do yeah. preface that because we are in an, an interracial relationship. And he actually helped me come up with the name of this venture, uh, Melanin and Money. And I was oh, like, oh my God. Yeah. I almost died in the car. I was like, oh my God. favorite things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the reason why I wanted to start this new venture is because what I had mentioned earlier, I just don't think that there's enough representation um, and there's not enough resources and mentorship out there for women of color that's easily accessible. So um, my this new venture is basically the goal is to empower entrepreneurially minded women of color to grow their network and their net worth. So it's going to be like a comp. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be a comprehensive hub um, for women, entrepreneurially minded women of color to kind of help them find their tribe, make their impact and turn their passions into profit. So I'm very excited about it. So it's like a business incubator kind of space? Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing um, organized events, like in workshops wow. and online trainings. And eventually we'll be, they'll have access to like a digital toolkit. So I've already kind of like imagined how it's going to look like when I scale it. But um, we're starting locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Then we're going to go to Atlanta then Florida. Wow. Yeah, so it's going to be, I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. That is amazing. And then can you, so Charlene is so passionate about wealth and happiness and just living a fully abundant lifestyle. And that's really the premise for her online clients, her online fitness clients. And she actually works specifically with women entrepreneurs because Mm -hmm. she understands this industry that we're in. um, And very few people truly understand what this online coaching industry is. And she understands like, you know, the pressure of showing up on Instagram every day and launching and creating content and, you know, balancing, you know, being with your boyfriend and running a business or being with your husband and family life. She is such an expert and this entire balance of building your career online, but also health and wellness. So Charlene, can you speak a little bit on what makes a woman, so there's, you know, online coaches we're talking to you or online female entrepreneurs, designers, graphic designers, um, networkers, marketers, anyone that, that is listening to this podcast, you can fulfill and make so much more money in your business by putting yourself first and putting your health first. And I'm going to let Charlene kind of take the reins here because she, you say, what is, what's your catchphrase? It's so cute. Health is wealth. Yeah. Health is wealth. <laughs> yes. So can yeah. you speak on, on what made you so passionate about helping women entrepreneurs totally maximize their health in order to increase 
their wealth. This podcast episode is brought to you by my signature Instagram sales course, the Instagram Vault. Now, when I was creating the Instagram Vault, I took 100 of your questions, the Guava Girl listeners of the podcast, people inside my Facebook community, people from Instagram. I took 100 of the questions I get asked most frequently when it comes to making sales on Instagram. And I answered them one by one inside this Instagram sales course known as the Instagram vault. And the Instagram vault is designed to guide you step-by-step through how to curate a compelling heart-centered feed that is going to drive massive sales for your business. If you want to learn how to pitch on Instagram stories and every single time you pitch, people are blasting your DMs, throwing their credit card information at you, which is not the safest thing to do. Stop throwing your... People literally send me their credit card numbers through Instagram, and I'm like, this may not be the smartest thing, but sure, like, here's access. Um, Go ahead and visit www.isabellasilverio.com. The Instagram vault is a complete module-packed course where we talk about how to pitch on stories, how to edit your photos, how to create high-engaging content that is going to have your followers be absolutely obsessed with you and convert them from not just followers, but into hot ass leads that is going to convert them into buying in your signature offers and programs. If you want more eyeballs on your content, you want to have a clear strategy and know how to pitch yourself on Instagram stories. And you also want to learn how to sell in the DMs without being super gross about like, hey, what do you do? Oh, great. Uh, Do you want to like buy my course or like, are you interested in my program or, oh, no, no, it's none of that crap. I'm going to show you how to sell in the DMs the right way in a way that is going to seriously skyrocket your income. The results from the Instagram vault have been absolutely incredible. A lot of you guys use my tricks inside the vault all the time and I get DMs of like, I got three signups in my program after pitching on stories or I made an extra $1,800 this week. It's absolutely unreal and I completely understand how difficult it is to be on Instagram and not know if you're using the right techniques and strategies to really convert your followers into high ticket paying leads. And right now, if you feel like your audience isn't even your ideal audience and it's just still a lot of, you know, family accounts or personal accounts, the Instagram engagement treasure chest, which is my best selling ebook is also included in the vault. So you have zero excuse, honey, to not skyrocket your engagement and your followers and convert them into your high ticket program where they're going to pay you $500, $1,200 a month to work with you. So the Instagram vault is available on my website, www.isabellasoverio.com. And if you have any questions, feel free to DM me or my team at hello at isabellasilverio.com. The best feature of the Instagram vault, by the way, is that you get access to me inside the vault. So every single vault member is allowed to post questions about what they've learned about their offers, if they want us to look at their Instagram profile, anything under the social media umbrella, we get questions on within the modules of the vault and we go ahead and answer them. So, and by the way, no other course on the market allows you to do that. So I freaking love the Instagram vault for that reason. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me on Instagram at Isabella.guava. Now let's hop into this episode. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think at the core of it, like the health and wealth, like it's not about having, you know, washboard abs or, you know, that big booty. Um, abs. I know, what, right? What entrepreneur? <laughs> Show me. Unless they're like a I want to see. Coach. 
I want to see who in this fucking industry is like a business coach and not a fitness coach has washboard abs. Girl. Like, you don't need it. You don't, girl, I, I get ass. I have a six figure business and I'm pretty. I don't need washboard abs to make me happy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I've like not heard that reference in so long. So it, it like took me back to like when I used to watch like Nickelodeon and like there was like cartoons of like dudes, like, yeah. you know, like in SpongeBob, where like mm-hmm, Larry, mm-hmm. The, Larry the Lobster had like washboard. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, yeah. I'm really, I'm going really back here. Um, please, I interrupted you. Go ahead. No, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like you know, it's not about those things. I think what it's about is freedom, right? Energy and money allows you to have you know the freedom to become the person that you want to be, to pursue the things that matter most to you. Um, however, you know there has been like a historical lack of freedom, right? So what I do with my work is like at this point in time, we have the ability to reclaim that freedom. You know, it's the opportunity to build our empire, to show up confidently, to do what you love, to speak your truth, and it all begins with your health. And uh, you know, as the women I work with, they're very busy, right? Obviously, they're entrepreneurs. And what happens is that the first thing that they neglect is their health. And it's insane because, you know, you can only be killing it for so long before you start to kill yourself at the end of the day, right? Mm. And we push our minds and our bodies to the limit. And we neglect those things that take care of ourselves because, you know, we feel like we're leaving money on the table if if we aren't on the phone or if we're not, um, you know, Put it into right? every perspective, like leaving money on the table. Yeah. That is, that's exactly how I feel when I put my wealth before my health, right? Yeah. Like that can, and for me, sorry, I like that you literally like, put a knife in me and like twisted it I'm like oh my god that like yes. totally targeted me <laughs> because I I was yesterday I was sitting in a cesspool of stress and anxiety uh-huh. um over just over my business things like I have to build and create and manage and sell and you know all the things like quote unquote all the things and yeah. I was sitting on the couch that I'm sitting on right now and I was just sitting in a cesspool of anxiety and stress and unhappiness and I was just like what the fuck? Like, I just need to go to the gym. Like, I just need mm-hmm. to lift something. I just need to feel yeah. strong in, in some capacity. And ladies listening, if you feel like this, take action. Just go on a walk. Just move around. Like, you are not in control of yourself mm-hmm. when stress is in control of you. And that's going to affect your circumstance and your thoughts yep. and your feelings and your actions and your results. 100% and it affects the way that you show up you know you come f- you can tell so, like an entrepreneur who is very stressed out who's like in the scarcity space versus somebody who takes care of themselves and lives in an abundant state and that will show up you know on social media that'll also show up when you look at you know how much money you're bringing in at the end of the month and that's why it's important to kind of create that healthy lifestyle to help balance all or blend all of those things, right? Whatever that looks like to you. So that's why it's like, for me, as I started to get a lot more, you know, business and traction in my business, I, ironically, I started to completely neglect my health and that showed up. Then I found that I wasn't making as much money. I wasn't connecting to my ideal client. I wasn't creating content that spoke to them. It was just kind of all messy. Right. And only until I was like, okay, my health is a non-negotiable, especially as a fitness coach, is a non-negotiable. At that point, 
was did it become so much easier for me to one quit my nine to five job and do this full time mm-hmm. and also create amazing transformations for my clients and that I mean and that's that's the thing right when we are entrepreneurs we want to create these amazing create the space so our clients can have these amazing transformations but we can't create that space if we're not coming from a place of abundance of of health um, and you know like a great and strong and healthy mindset. Mm, I love I love how you were talking about like the work life blend because that's something yeah. that I completely believe in and something I want to spend a little bit of time on is you know work life blend what does that mean to you? Yeah, I think it's a blend is more realistic than balance. I don't even know what that means. The balance, like I, you know that. Yeah, I, I think it's more of a blend because here's the thing, and I listened to one of your podcasts where you talked about this, and this is something that I do with my with my boyfriend. Like when we go out, we he definitely knows 100% that we're gonna spend the first five ten minutes taking photos because guess what? That's that's the job. He looks cute. Part. Yeah, like we, we're doing, yeah. What the heck? Like I put on makeup, honey. Like we are going to take some <laughs> photos, okay? And he gets that, right? And that's part of that blend, right? So after we uh-huh. do those photos for the first like 10 minutes, whatever, then it's just me and him time. Then we just spend that time together. But how that is a blend is because we are both aware that these things are important for our businesses to grow. And so it's not like we're completely saying, oh my God, we're going out tonight and we're not doing any business at all whatsoever. No, we just blend it into our life. So it makes sense for both of us, Mm -hmm. you know? And if you don't talk about business and you can't write off those expenses just exactly just exactly i know uh, go out to dinner and talk business for five minutes write it down whatever you i know and then you that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. <laughs> i've been having so many more expensive like yeah bring out a bottle just get a bottle out here um but i completely agree work life work life blend and, and women in relationships with their families um you, it's just a powerful conversation that you have to have with your partner of saying mm-hmm. hey um content creation is like a huge part of me growing my business and it would just mean a lot to me if you know if I'm already dressed up and I look nice can you just take a picture of me in portrait mode like casually looking out into the breeze exactly yeah it's just it's just a little powerful conversation and I think a lot of women just go wrong where like they just don't communicate that and then they just jump right to oh I'm so annoyed by my boyfriend like he just wants Mm -hmm. pictures of me where Mm -hmm. in actuality like communication is number one way to solve any problem Mm -hmm. ever is just Mm -hmm. communication and yeah some people are better communicators than others I'm sometimes that way too um (laughs) Charlene do you have any last minute advice for women to maximize their wealth by putting their health first and what do you want to say to the guava girl listeners yeah, so something that I like to do with my my one-on-one clients is that the first thing is like we look at your routine, because right? your routines are what makes up your day. At the, I mean, if you take a look at how you're spending your day, that's how you're spending your life. So what I do with my clients, we take a look at what their day, we identify their non-negotiables, what their goals are, and then we map it all out so things like don't slip through the cracks. And from there, we definitely include like that self-care when you're going to work out and what that working out looks like. Um, 
as well as like when you're going to eat some, you know, some clients need more of that structure than others where they're literally putting in, this is when I'm having breakfast, this is when I'm having lunch. So you actually need to understand uh, yourself, understand um, what your day looks like in order for you to achieve those goals. And I think where a lot of people lack and struggle is like, you know, they wake up, all right, it's my day, my, my business day, then, you know, they sleep in a little bit and then like the, everything yeah, kind of discipline. Hit. Yeah. They don't have that discipline and it's like, it's hard to have that discipline if you don't have a roadmap. So Ooh. the very first thing that you need, I think is just to kind of look at your routine and kind of help create, create that roadmap for your success at the end of the day. Mm, it's kind of like when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes, girl. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, um, and, and I feel like there's a lot of, again, there's like, oh, like that masculine energy of, yeah, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. or you got to work like super late and, you know, hustle 24-7. And that's not the advice that we're giving. We're just no. encouraging you to find a routine that works for you. Yeah. Because um, I cannot wake up at 6 a.m. Like it, that's just not going to happen. So I have to yeah. find a routine that works for me that helps me work, um, start working at 8 a.m. or 8.30, mm-hmm. right? Um, and also just for me, what helps a lot is not, I have to have at least 30 minutes before I get into work, work mode um, from the time I wake up. So I'll just find Same. something to do. I'll like pick up around the house or I'll make my coffee. I'll pet my dog. Um, if not, I'm going to go on a W-A-L-K. I would say, I would say the word, but he'll like... <laughs> Holy freak out right now he's right next to me um but you just have to find a routine that works for you and your own habits but also you know when you fall off the routine don't beat yourself up just get right back on the horse right if if my body is literally like screaming at me like Isabella like press the snooze alarm just one more time like you can sleep till 10 like it's okay especially if I have back-to-back calls all day. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I had eight calls in one day. Bitch, I'm going to sleep till 11 because I have yeah. my calls till 9 p.m. Yeah, you, know? you better so, believe it. Yeah. Do you, do you resonate with that at all? 100%. I th- in, oftentimes, you know, our body is telling us what it needs it's, and it's our job to listen. Like we're so busy doing all of these things that we're not listening to what our body is telling us. And if we are listening, then everything else just kind of aligns. So, and I mean, that takes skill. That takes time to understand like, okay, this is what my body is needing right now. Like for example, this morning, I wanted to wake up at like 7.30 and um, go to the gym and then come and do like my, my work for the day. But I woke up and I was like, no, girl, we are tired. We had a long night last night working on all of the things. So I understood it immediately when I woke up that, nope, we are going to slow your roll and we're just going to take it easy today. And I feel so much better right now because I did that. Mm, yeah just make a decision like how do you want to channel the rest of your day and like exactly be okay with that decision 100 percent. yeah don't be don't live in guilt because you your morning didn't go the way that you had planned like mm-hmm. it's okay that's fine that's exactly. a part of the journey yeah yeah exactly that's part of the journey yeah well thank you so much charlene for being on the guava girl podcast it has been such a pleasure having you and if you are a female entrepreneur and you're like i fucking need charlene to be my (laughs) fitness coach i'm ready to put my wealth before my health that you can join her it's called the boss fit method correct can you yes boss fit method yeah could you tell us a little bit about that yeah, so the Boss Fit Method is my signature one-on-one program where I help entrepreneurial-minded women live healthier and wealthier lives through routine optimization, like we just talked about, exercise and nutrition that feels good and looks good, and most importantly, that mindset shaping as well. Mm, and shaping your booty too. 
Yes. Yes. Literally. You know, I love the booty. The glutes are the foundation, y'all. <laughs> you sit on it all day. You got to like put them to work. Mm-hmm. Oh Damn straight. God. You're the best. Thank you so much for Charlene for being on the podcast and everyone go check out Charlene on Instagram. Her handle is Charlene Izier, C-H-A-R-L-E-N-E-I-Z-E-E-I-Z-E-R-E. Charlene Izier. It'll also be like, just go on Instagram. You'll find her. Um, and likewise, CharleneIzier.com. Send her a DM, letting her know that you discovered her on the Bob Girl podcast. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.